less than an hour, people. She turned to Nick. Ever done fake tanning? Do I look like I do fake tanning? Until that second, the man in front of her had been little more than a capable shoulder upon which she could rest one quarter of a bride. Now she actually looked at him, at the dark eyes watching her with a combination of disbelief and weariness, the firm set of his oddly attractive mouth. He had big hands, she noted absently, then did her best not to laugh. Big hands? Seriously? Because she had time for that in her life? She walked over to the counter and opened a drawer. Inside were gloves sealed in plastic, gloves coated with fake tanning product she could buy in bulk for a very happy price. I'm about to rock your world, she told him cheerfully. Let's go. Nick Mitchell felt as if he'd stepped into an alternate universe, one where the crazy people ruled and the rest of the citizens were left to stumble along, trying to keep up. Before he knew what was happening, the woman who was supposed to be interviewing him for a carpentry job was rubbing some weird-ass glove thing up and down his back. Even strokes, she said as she worked. It takes five minutes to dry, then you check for streaks. Do your arms and chest, then your legs. Front and back, please. She slipped off the gloves and held them out to him. Can you do this? Her expression was two parts earnest and one part frustrated, as if the world conspired to make her day more difficult. He thought about repeating that he was just there for the carpentry job, but realized she already knew that. Okay then, fake tanned Roman soldier it was. If nothing else, he would have a good story to tell his brothers. He put on the gloves and began rubbing on the fake tan goop. It was less gross than he'd thought. Pallas showed him his toka costume and asked the other guys to get him in place. I have to go get changed, she said, as he hurried to the door. If you need anything, ask Alan. He knows all. Alan winked at her. That's true. Once the door was closed, Alan turned back to him. And your story is... Nick took off the gloves, wiped his hands on a towel sitting on the counter, then stepped out of his jeans. I'm a carpenter. I answered an ad. He put the gloves on again, bent over, and rubbed up and down his legs. I see. Want some help with that? Nick didn't bother looking up. I'm good. Well, I'm Alan, as you heard. Those two are Joseph and Jonathan. I call them the Jays. They're high school students earning money on a Saturday. They play football. One of the teens looked up. It's basketball, Alan. We keep telling you. Whatever. It's sports, and they're all the same. Alan turned back to Nick. I've been on Broadway. That's how I met Gerald. He was my mentor, and then he retired and moved here. I came for the winter weather and stayed. After Gerald died, I moved to L.A., but when I'm here, I do this because it's fun. As he spoke, Nick realized that the other man was a lot older than he'd first thought, at least in his late forties. People really have Roman weddings, he asked. You have no idea. There are cowboy weddings too, but I don't do those, he shuddered. Horses are the worst, and they smell. I do like a good princess wedding, though. I'm a very handsome courtier, if I do say so myself. But today we're Romans. All hail Caesar. Ten minutes later, Nick stared at himself in the mirror. He was wearing an honest-to-God toga, or at least a costume. The short white skirt came to mid-thigh, the top tied over one shoulder, 
and Alan had given him a circlet of grape leaves to stick on his head. Now, as he laced up sandals, he thought maybe he wouldn't be telling his brothers what he'd done after all. They would never let him live it down. It's very simple, Alan told him when he was dressed. The bride sits on the palanquin. We lift it up, carry her in, she gets off, and we carry it out. The Jays and I also serve at the reception, but I doubt Palace expects that of you, so you're free to go. Nick didn't bother pointing out that he'd yet to have his interview. To be honest, he was having his doubts about the job. He'd wanted something to fill his day while he figured out what he was going to do about his commission. While this place offered plenty of distraction, it wasn't exactly what he was looking for. Palace returned. She'd replaced her jeans and t-shirt with a simple dark green dress that brought out her hazel eyes. Her long brown hair was still in its fancy braid, and he didn't think she was wearing any makeup.